great day. Amazing humans. Yes. Welcome to Empowered in My Skin, the podcast. We feature guests of varying backgrounds and lived experiences to share their empowering stories, knowledge, and insights. Our goal is for you, the listener, to fill your mind with empowered thoughts to further empower your human. I'm your host in Kitchen Waffle Robinson and founder and CEO of EIMS. I'm an experienced technology executive, an author, an international federation of bodybuilding pro athlete, an inspirational speaker and viral sensation with speeches that have over 7 million views worldwide, and most recently awarded WXN Most Powerful Woman in Canada. I trust that you are already feeling empowered. So please listen, leave a review, share the podcast, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. For now, I'm your girl. Let the show begin. Yes, great day, amazing humans. Welcome to the next episode of Empowered in My Skin, the podcast. On today, I am joined by the owner of Avant Basketball. My amazing guest has over 20 years of experience as player and coach. He, back in high school, was named High School Player of the Year four years in a row from 1984 to 1988. Not trying to age him. He is the former top division one NCAA player at St. Joseph University, um, where he accomplished that in 1988 to 1991. He was a member of the Canadian team, winning silver at the World Championships in England. Yes. Uh, he was named most, and you guys know I love dunking, man. Most prolific <laughs> dunker in America by Inside Sports Magazine. Woo! Hey! And he's a member of the Pan American team and a former head coach of the prep school Kings Christian Collegiate. Ladies, yeah. gentlemen, people, humans, put your ears together for the amazing Richard Stewart! <laughs> <laughs> What an introduction. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I love it. It's actually, it's so interesting because I'm an athlete and, uh, um, well, right now, um, Bodybuilding is my sport, so I compete professionally, okay. professionally in the International Federation of Bodybuilding, and I haven't had a lot of athletes on my podcast, so, you know, there's nothing better than, especially talking to elite athletes, you know, and if you could dunk, you're elite, you're getting off the floor there, so pretty excited. I was a high flyer. <laughs> you're a high flyer, so yep. very excited to get into conversation, empowering ones with you, too. So, Richard, tell us more about who you are, the person. Well, you know what, it's, a, it's an interesting journey that I embarked upon when I emigrated to Canada from Jamaica in 1979. My, my dad brought my sister and I here. Uh, we lived down by Ellsington and Davenport in the city in, in Toronto. And back then, you know, hockey was the main thing. We tried hockey at first, and I gravitated to basketball, track and field, stuff like that. And um, just over the years as I grew and, and, and matured a bit, um, I was able to hone my skills, practice a lot to become a good basketball player. And um, spending so much time in the gym and practicing my craft, just dedication to my craft, um, helped me to achieve the levels I did mm. in terms of the national team and NCAA basketball and some semi-pro stuff. And, and so I've been fortunate and I'm grateful to God for the journey. Hey, God's always at the helm of the journey, man. That's yes. Right. And it looks right. like you give That's it right. to him. And so I'm big on affirmations and I know that as an athlete, I mean, um, there's, you know, there's foundation that's really formed from, 
you know, the level of discipline that comes from the sport. But, you know, so when you think about your great I am, what would Mm -hmm. that be for you? You know, that's a great question because I also believe that the the, the thing that I brought to the table, the thing that was imparted upon me was hard work ethic. Mm. A person who just worked hard didn't expect someone to give me anything. You know, get up at five in the morning and run, push-ups in the wet grass, sprinting the soccer field 20 times, jogging back home, eating that cereal, going to school, practicing after school, and then go to the gym and practicing some more. It was just hard work ethic. And, and that's what the mantra that I try to pass on to other people and to other kids, you know, work hard. Things will happen mm-hmm. for you. I love that. Work hard. Things will happen for you. So Absolutely. I'm telling you, there's going to be somebody that's listening to this that needs a message today. And so, sure. you know, there's a piece of you, Richard, that's going to be left you know, in this, in this podcast, I call it like a little bit of your legacy. So, you know, what do you want to be known for by the time we get through this interview? You know something? It's interesting that you say that. And a lot of people think that because I was an athlete, that's the major driving force. Mm-hmm. However, I have four adult sons. Two, one of my sons played for San Antonio Spurs. He became a pro player. Mm-hmm. One played in the Canadian Pro League. They're all Philadelphians. Mm-hmm. My kids graduated from university. Breaking the curse, that generational curse that a lot of Caribbean people have, where you mm-hmm. have children out of wedlock, where you have people who have children first and then go backwards the education everything you know just just trying to get my children to understand that it's easier to get your education first Mm. to get your career first Mm. you know get yourself a home get married and then have a child it becomes a thing of 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 successful tracks for them yeah so those are some of the things i want people to understand it's not even about my basketball career or even my son's basketball careers it's about how do you get these young people to understand but there's a right way to do things that makes life so much more enjoyable and easy for you. I love that. And I want people to understand that about me. You know, it's not just about the basketball part. And, and again, I have two guys, Dylan Brooks, who plays for Memphis Grizzlies. I trained him. Um, Ignis Bredzikas, who's played for New York. They traded him to Philadelphia. He just got let go. But still, those are great home. I've helped kids get to university, get scholarships, and make millions of dollars. But the thing I want people to understand is get your children on the right track. Mm. Break those generational curses. Make your children have a stand in this society so that they can have a chance. Yeah. I think those are the things that I would like to impart that people should remember me about that. Yeah. I, I, I broke general curses, generational curses for my sons, but I, I ingrained it in their head when they were born. <laughs> and every single one of them is a university graduate. Every single one of them has gotten through. And I'm praising God for that. And I love that. And chances are they're going to continue to pass that on. Yes. Yes. That's yes. what's important. That's what's important. Well, but think, but think about this, Nikisha. If you look at it this way, the Irish folks, the Italian folks, the Scottish folks, when they came to America or, or Canada, mm-hmm. they started at the bottom, you know, be shoveling dirt, you know, garbage workers, whatever, and they started to move up in the society. Mm-hmm. You know, police, police commissioner. Next, you know, they're members of parliament. Next, you know, they're this. Mm-hmm. I want my children to get a piece of that. Mm-hmm. I want them to strive for that. So, yeah, basketball is great and sports, and we can talk about that. But, mm-hmm. you know, I want my grandson or my granddaughter to run mm-hmm. for mayor of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I want that type of legacy. As Every other group has done it. Mm-hmm. And we as black folks think that, okay, basketball is everything. Or And, and it's great. I mean, it, it, basketball does help. The kids that I've trained have made it to pro. They've bought their dad's homes, bought them cars, paid off mortgages. That's great. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that there's other ways. Yeah. And for us as, as black folks, we need to make sure our kids understand there's ways, mm-hmm. other ways. And just yeah. and just interesting, just, I mean, just taking on that, just because you've really harped on that with, especially with your kids. But beyond basketball, do you see their passions? And do you see some of the, you know, sort of the worldly goals that they have or, or purpose that they're, that they are trying to fulfill. 
It's interesting. They're all, obviously, every child is different. You love every child the, the exact same way. Each one has a different talent. It's been amazing to me. I'm here in Toronto, and the youngest, he's 22, calls me or texts me morning and night. Good morning, Dad. Good night, Dad. I'm like, he's checking up on me like I used to check up on them. <laughs> and, and it's amazing to find that you have imparted such love and such responsibility and such care in, in young people. And, and um, you know, I have a son who is... Um, he did really well in school accounting and stuff. No brains like mine. I don't know where he got the brains for accounting and math. It has nothing to do with me. But he's in accounting and he's an accountant. And, you know, he just bought a home. And I'm like, when he calls and talks to me, I'm like, where did this kid get this wisdom from? My, he's telling me stuff. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to try that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's a wonderful oh. journey yeah. that I've gotten through. And, and I don't want people to think that it's all being cookies and cream. I, like every other man, every other human being, has fallen. And the reason we fall is to learn how to get up. Yes. It's- I'm not perfect in no stead, yeah. but my children, by the grace of God, has gotten through. And I love that. And I think, you know, I was telling you before, B-roll, before we started, the, before I hit record, you know, this is really about, you know, I bring on empowered humans. And there's never mm-hmm. been really a time where I've had a, an empowered human, someone who's really making great change in this world that hasn't fallen, you know, and has an empowering story. And I know that you have one that we're going to get into. But, you know, before yeah. we get there, this season, the season of quarantine, the, you know, we're well <laughs> We're cycling the year, you know, we're yeah. now into, uh, you know, whatever week 60 or odd it is. And so mm-hmm. how have you been able to maintain your thrive and motivation through this period? The the interesting thing about um, my, myself and, and, and different than other folks and similar, like other folks in the world, but different is that I was always a person who actually, like I told you, waking up by myself at five in the morning and going to run from I was in high school. I know the high school kid was doing these things. I'm more of a loner in that state. Um, so, so in terms of my mental health and, 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 and navigating that, it hasn't affected me as badly as most folks. But then, you know, I have to check myself. I, I also write affirmations every morning. I do read the Bible a bit. And um, I, my business has fallen down. I mean, it has stopped because... I lease gyms to train kids in, and mm. all the school gyms are closed. And the, the professional gyms, LA Fitness, stuff like that, have closed. So having that business I've been running for 15 years, you know, and I had two guys who were helping me, call them semi-part-time um, employees. I had to, you know, that, so that stuff was let go. So it's been difficult. It's been different. I tried to transition to doing Zoom lessons. Mm-hmm. So the kid is in his driveway. I'm in my driveway. And what I, I demonstrate and I watch they do and they do that a little bit. And then outdoor, when they open up the outdoor, I'll go to an outdoor court. Yeah. But it, it, it puts pressure on, especially a man in this society. Mm-hmm. A man in this society is expected to bring home the bacon, as it were. And it may be an old view, but it's still ingrained in us. I mean, mm-hmm. we are equal men and women helping each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that is it's true. Or for a man and his ego and his pride, mm-hmm. if he's not taking home, being home somebody, he's not doing this or that, it kind of feels weird. Yeah, I get it. For a man, it feels weird. And I think a lot of people in society don't think about that. Mm-hmm. And they don't understand. So what have you uncovered or unfolded about yourself? There's faith. There's reflection. So what have you learned about yourself? And I'm human like everyone else. When you're a high-level athlete, you don't think of yourself like everyone else. <laughs> You know, you I've reached the top, playing for the Canadian national team, playing on TV in America. You, you, you feel invincible, even though I'm a little older. I feel strong always, and then that just shook me a little bit. So I found that I'm human like everyone else, mm-hmm. but also found that I'm strong enough. 
Mm. And I'm able to continue. Mm. And I need, if I need help, I need to ask. Ooh. And I want people out there to say that. Ask for help. Mm-hmm. Don't sit there in depressive states and in the malaise. Ask for help. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, you know, what, you know what happens? People ask me, hey, Richard, how are you? And I say, well, you know, I'm not feeling well today. When I used to say I'm fine all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For some reason, I'm fine all the time. I don't do that anymore. I check myself. I say, you know what? I feel tired today. I say, you know what? I feel lonely today. So you know what? Man, I'm not feeling so great. You know, and, I, and I'll call a friend and we'll talk. And, you know, so I'm not about fooling myself anymore. And that's it. I, I, I'm, I'm saying, hey, you know what? I'm not well. Please yeah. help me. So have you used this time to get more in touch with your feelings? Is that maybe what I'm understanding of it? I was always a loving, caring person. It's about getting in touch with the fact that I also am human. I also fall. I cannot continue to walk around as if I'm a monolith in this world and that nothing touches me and nothing. Mm. I can continue on and be this strong. No, no. It's okay for a man. It's okay for us Mm -hmm. to say things are not happening great right now. I don't feel well right now. Mm -hmm. And so those are the things I'm saying in that you can build from there. Those are affirmation stuff. That's the because, okay, why am I feeling this way? Why am I falling in this area? Let me help me fix myself. And those are the things when you become. And in this society, especially now, you're going to need that for the next go around because you need to be able to handle what's coming next. Yeah. From what you just articulate, I felt like a lot of strength for, uh, and I and I say this respectfully, like for a man to even just be able to articulate that and be able to be that honest, especially in such a public way, is, sure. is it is a lot about strength, you know? And so yeah. falling builds strength. And, you know, yeah. you talked about you've been there, you've fallen, you know? So yeah. excited to hear Give me some goosebumps, like, you know, <laughs> what's the story? <laughs> you know, it, it, it's, it's an amazing journey, like I said, you know, you, you, you walk through life. Like, for example, I was a really good basketball player from when I was about 12 to 13 years old. Everyone's telling you that you're great. No one's telling you no, really. Everyone gets your bags and you're flying to Vancouver, you're flying to Korea, you're flying to Germany, and everybody's like, you are that. And then you go in the junior national team, and then I go, to Philadelphia in America, <laughs> a star athlete, basketball player on the campus. Oh my God, you're not prepared when all that stuff stops. Mm. A lot of guys, and that's why I said to people in the past, don't tell me about that guy having a million dollars and he wasted it. Is he alive? Can someone help him? Is he okay? It has nothing to do with money. It has the fact that he's not prepared for when the cheering stops. He's not prepared for when there's nobody picking in his bag from the airport. He's not prepared for a nine to five job. He's never done that. So, so when we fall, basketball players, athletes, baseball players, you know, guys who turn to drugs and alcohol and everything else, it's because we're not prepared. Mm-hmm. No one prepares. Anybody wants you to be their shining star. The coach wants you to score more baskets. He keeps his nice house. He gets a contract. His wife needs to be taken care of. His kids go to a nice college. It's a business for them. There's rarely coaches. Guys like John Thompson, God rest his Goal and, and there's guys out there who prepare the young men, but there's a lot of coaches who don't prepare for nothing, just want you to play basketball. And so a lot of people fall, not because they're weak, not because they're bad human beings, because they're not prepared. Yeah. And who out there saying to a guy, hey, you know what, man, you're graduating next year and you're not going to make the NBA. Come here, let me teach you how to, how to get a nine-to-five job. And, and, <clears throat> excuse me. And, and nobody is doing that from what I'm seeing. Unless you have a good mentor and you're, you're in a good situation with a good family. Not everybody comes from that. A lot of those kids that went to university with me in America come from broken homes. Their only way out of the ghetto was basketball. Mm-hmm. 
That's why I don't look down on these guys. I'm seeing it. The holes in the roof, using pails to dump water in the toilet for it to flush. They're coming up with some bad situations. So when they get the money or they don't or whatever, you have to look at them and say, oh my gosh, what's going to happen to that guy? And so that is what I want people to understand. Reach out and help people. Stop trying to hurt people. Stop passing judgments on people. You have no idea. Yeah. Help somebody. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to do right now. Is I'm happy to get because I want people to look at me and think, oh, hey, Richard, that's what we're one of the most prolific donors in America. He's doing stuff. That's I'm a human being. Yeah. And I want to help other people now. Yeah. I have a testimony. That's why. A testimony to help others. Wow. That's big. That's big. <laughs> what would be some of the things that you would say to somebody saying, Hey Richard, how do I how do I prepare myself? Right? Like what are some of the things I need to have in my toolkit and my toolbox to make sure that I can weather the storm when that moment comes? Great question. I love your questions. They're awesome. You're on point. Okay. One of the things I do for the kids that I'm with is I always ask them what your grades look like in high school. I tell their parents, don't bring these kids to me if they're not doing well in school because no coach is going to take them anymore and they're not going to be able to get there anyway because no coach wants to lose your job because someone can't with their grades and they lose their scholarship and they put bad on the university. So we talk about grades. Number one. Number two, I talk about with kids, what is it you're really interested in? Now, most people don't know their first year of university what they want to do. But when a kid goes to university, they always call me and we talk about, do you want to become an engineer? Do you want to do accounting? Do you want to do in English? Do you want to go to journalism? What are we doing? And that's why I keep up with these kids. That's the plan of what we have to do as an adult who see the long view. The kids see now the stars shining, scoring, playing, my view is that parents, they do try, but they also get caught up in this, in this star quality thing. So we talk about what is their, is their great situation? What is their, um, their um, major going to be and career goals? Second thing I tell kids is this. When you go to American's campus, American schools campus, university, a lot of people don't know this. There is a dossier or a database of all the people that graduated from that school in your major. A lot of people don't know that. It was told to me at St. Joe's, and I saw back in those books. Now it's computerized. <laughs> books and books and books. So the guy who's a vice president of Campbell Soup, the guy who's a manager at um, Johnson & Johnson, the guy who owns his own tire company, they're all in that book because they're alumni. The Alumni Association keeps up with them because they have money to pay the school. So now when you go to that school, you're an athlete. They like to see athletes go into the alumni association and say, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm in marketing. Can you show me who are all the marketing? Bang, 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 bang. A lot of people don't know that. And so when, when you graduate, you can say, hey, you know what? Hi, I'm Richard Stewart. Um, I'm graduate with a marketing degree. I played basketball at St. Joseph's University. Um, I'd like an interview for a sales position, please. And, oh, yeah, I'm St. Joseph's guy, blah, 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 blah. Walk right through the door. You walk into a Fortune 500 companies in America, if you look at the CEO's office and anybody's office in America, you see a football behind them, you see a golf ball behind them, <laughs> you see a basketball behind them. Why? Because athletes are self-motivated, go-getters, driven to be successful. Mm-hmm. When you walk in, and I tell kids when you walk in, start talking about that first. That's something you know. Mm-hmm. If you know you've been in there for 30 minutes, you ask you, do you want the job? But you never talk about the job. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that I know from doing this that I want to use to help people. And I have information those are just some of the things I can touch on. I can talk forever, but there's stuff I've told kids and helped me too. No, I love that too. And so you touch a little bit, but I mean, so now you have the toolkit, but you know, 
what are some of the daily Richard Stewart habits and and that you that you do to just maintain and, and continue to forge forward? For me, it's it's just twofold. It's my it's my total and complete trust in God, and whatever He has me doing, I've learned to accept it. Mm, when you go to school like St. Joseph's University, it's a private school. You know, every kid has a BMW or a Mercedes or a Porsche. I'm from Toronto, from Jane and, Will- Jane and Wilson, child farm kid. Never seen one of those cars before in terms of a kid having a product like that. These kids, when they were talking, they're talking about how do we make our first million? Let's get together and do this. I'm like, what the hell? Make a first million? <laughs> it's an amazing different concept. So now, my, 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 my thing now is that just believe in God. And, and, and what God is telling me to do is to teach and serve and help others. Mm. Teach, I fought about, serve, I fought against it for help. years because I wanted to do what those kids were doing. They want to be millionaires. They want to drive and be in companies. And I found it was not self-fulfilling at all. I was miserable. Once I started to, 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 to serve, and these kids started to make it, and their mothers and fathers would cry and call to me and say, oh, my God, you thank you. I'm like, it doesn't feel great to me i guess i'm not taking credit for it but i understand that is what my month my mandate is to help others number one so god is important pray every morning pray every night write affirmations the other thing that i do is i try not to put myself down too much a lot of times for athletes like us we look at failure of any type as a big thing it's a big thing instead of looking at like other human beings who look okay i feel at that let me move on. Mm-hmm. I look at failure, at, at perfection all the time. And, and perfection leads to failure because you cannot be perfect. Only God is perfect. Mm-hmm. So those are the two things that I try to do. Do what God asks me to do. Stay in that vein and stop with negative self-talk. Mm-hmm. Understand that there's, there, 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 there's going to be a way for me. I'm going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Say good things about myself and not worry about the little failures that happen along the way. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> I want to know, what would you, if you could send a note to yourself in 2030, what would it say, Richard? I said a note in 2030, oh my gosh, wow. What are we, yeah, we're 2021, so nine yeah, years from now. Yeah, nine, nine years from now. Nine years from now. I said, it'd be Richard, you kept the faith. Uh, you kept the faith. You yeah. kept the faith. You know, you kept the faith. And, and that's all I can do at this point. Yeah. You know, stay faithful, stay sure. Isn't it true? And try my best. Yeah. And again, so, so, and again in, the, in this world and everything, everyone wants to put on a face and put on a mask. As you can see, like you said, there's no mask for me. I, I, I am who I am, and I'm going to help people. And, and my testimony is going to help people. And that's, and it took me a while to get here. Mm. And so I'm glad to be on with you. <laughs> yeah, no, I And I, and I love it. You. I love how vulnerable... I love how vulnerable that you have been, and uh, I, I do, and I appreciate, it and I thank you that, and I think that that's extremely empowering. You know, thank you. I want to take you to uh, my rapid thrivers. So, when you think okay. of someone who inspires you, who comes to mind, and uh, first, and why? The first person that inspired me was um, a man by the name of Mister Banner. When I was growing up, he was a it was a the stepfather of a friend of ours in the neighborhood. He was one of the fathers that I saw who was just an entrepreneur. You know, he, he was a, a promoter. He brought guys from Jamaica. He was just always hustling. And I always see him just, just, just trying to make moves in a business sense, so owning his own business. 
right? And, and back then, you know, you know, factories would close and move and stuff, and fathers would lose stuff and depression and strain on families. And the one thing I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to own my own. So that's one of the things that I gravitated toward. Mm, own your own. I love that. Mr. Banner. Mr. Banner. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Banner. you, Mr. Banner. What is it? You've mentioned a couple, but what is that? What is that? What is the one? What is that one activity that really helps you daily with your thrive? Again, it all comes back down to faith in God. Okay. It has to. There's nothing that's more important than that for me. That's when I wake up in the morning and that makes me go. When I go up and when I, at night, I'm so grateful for what he's done for my children. I'm so grateful because I don't deserve that. Yeah. All my children doing well, all of them, when you have pastors and presidents and all their, somebody, what, are they, what are two of their children have gone astray? All of my children did well. Yeah. Like, I'm grateful to God. I'm freaking out every day. I'm grateful. <laughs> I love no it. Way. <laughs> so because you didn't say it, though, I do want to ask you, like, what does your affirmation game look like? You say you write every day. Well, a lot of stuff has to do with, 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 with positive self-talk. Okay. You know, I, I am worthy of love. Mm. I am a good human being. I'm a good man. I help others. Just simple stuff like that. Nothing mm. profound. <laughs> because, because, you know, those, are, and I have them, if you, if you were to see my, my face, I have them, you know, sometimes I put them on the wall and I take them down, but I have them up. Yeah. And I take them down and sometimes when I write something, I put it up mm. and, and, and I see it every day. Yeah. Is that important to me? It's very important to me because I'm responsible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm responsible for a lot of stuff. So I've, I've got to, I'm going to try my best. I love it. Are you a reader? Seriously. Are you a reader? I love to read. Okay, so what is, what, is a, read. what is a book that has helped you with your thrive? Um, I'm a science fiction guy, so maybe my imagination, Jules Verne, Ray Bradbury, um, to name just a few, Martian Chronicles. Like, I read those books over and over again, but I, I do read different books that most people technical stuff that most people would be bored with. Um, <laughs> just to entertain my mind. You know, yes. I'm, I'm more of a nerd than anything else. I'm really weird. So, I have a <laughs> so do, you read, do you read for entertainment? I do. I'll sit and read. Or okay. I, have, I, have the, um, I have the audio books on my phone. Okay. So I'll read, Tol- I'll read Tolstoy. Okay. I'll read, I'll read The Art of War. Got it. I'll read stuff that's heavy and thick. That's why I say I don't want to bore people with that stuff. Yes. It doesn't make me any smarter than you. It doesn't make me anything. That just, that's what I do. I just read stuff that's okay. heavy. Um, yeah. It floats your boat, clearly. I love it. <laughs> uh, and the Bible, a, of course, the Bible, the Bible, is, the Bible is the main the Bible's the main. The Bible's the main book. We might have to quote the Bible. We'll put the, we'll put the Bible in the show notes. It's the yeah. main stay. It stays open. That's it. That's the book. What is an yeah. app? What is an app on your phone? that helps you with your thrive oh wow um there is a group for people who are suffering from depression and i joined that group because a lot of times folks come on and they're going through stuff and i have an answer or sometimes i don't sometimes mm-hmm. i say hey, you know what i love you i'm glad that you're here i'm you're worthy you have a right to be here i'm happy that you're alive if I, that's all I have. Wow. So I joined that group to, to help myself, but also to help other people. Because sometimes someone else wants, and there's a guy out in Calgary who says, hey, you're a ball player? I'm like, yeah, man. And then we start to talk, and next thing you know, I'm helping someone, and I, what do wow. I know? I'm not a doctor. And so this is an you app on saying? your phone? Yeah. Yep. And and are you texting, or is it uh, conversation? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's a secure, it's called, I don't know if I should say it, Shadow Wellness. Okay. It's called Shadow Wellness. Okay. It's a group. You have to, um, 
you have to be allowed to get on it. What am I saying? Okay. You have to pass. You have to be allowed to get on it. You can't just okay. go on and, and just write crazy stuff. Yeah. They check it. There's a delay. Okay. Two minute delay before your stuff comes up, Pulse. Mm-hmm. But it's called Shadow Wellness. I like really that. Really good group. This is yeah. a, I think so people from all over from America, from Canada, you know, we'll send it. We'll send just uh, hey, Richard, how you doing today? We haven't heard from you in a while, but that's it. That is powerful. I'm going. We're going to yeah. put that in the show notes, just because yeah. there's people out there right now. I tell you, they're suffering and suffering in silence, and maybe something like that is what they need to connect with. So yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm surprised you even asked me that. <laughs> I can, yeah, it's called Shadow S H A D O E. Okay. Wellness, shadow wellness group. Okay, yep. we're going to definitely put that in the show notes. Thank you for that. So, yep. you know, just my last one here is, what is one misconception that people have of you as they see you, you know, you know, as, a, as an elite athlete and you're thrive doing your thing? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think people look at me. I don't know. That's weird. When I was flying through there dunking on people, people feared me. <laughs> Other players did. <laughs> that was pretty good. But but in terms of in terms of in terms of not, in terms of the, the, the entirety of who I am mm-hmm. and when people see me they are not threatened by me people know that I have a good heart I wear my heart in my sleeve mm-hmm. and so what happens is sometimes people take my kindness for weakness and they hurt me because I am not going to be like the other person to to retaliate or to be physical or aggressive towards mm-hmm. another human being mm-hmm. only hands on people so what happens in my life and me a guy like me is that people see that love mm. and they use and abuse. Yeah. And that's where some of that pain comes from. So now some of the group comes from, I have to affirm because when someone does that to me, it hurts so much mm. that I say, something's wrong with me. That's the, the, the negative self-talk I was thinking about. So that's why the affirmations are important to me. There's nothing wrong with me. There's something wrong with someone else who uses and abuses someone who says, here, here I am, take what you that need. That is very true. And thank you so, for saying that. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Yeah. So where do we find yeah. you online? Oh, um... What's my <laughs> advancedbasketball.ca is my website. Okay. Advanced, advanced with the ED, A-D-V-A-N-C-E-D, advancedbasketball.ca. Mm-hmm. And um, my Instagram is advancedbasketball2476. Same, all one word, advancedbasketball2476 is my Instagram. Okay, we'll make sure that we put all that information uh, into the show notes. <laughs> and you. so, you know, thank Richard, you. you know, one, thank you very, thank you, thank you very much. At the beginning of this um interview you know you talked about leaving a legacy and it's definitely way beyond basketball and it's about you know allowing people to really truly believe that there's more than just you know there's purpose in them right and so you know I definitely have that's been a prevailing thing throughout this conversation and I thank you for that and so my parting question for you is with this podcast being called empowered in my skin what does that mean to you that's a great one because I know that my children's mother was that. She was the United States triple jump champion in Philadelphia and just toured the world with the United States track and field. So I'd be remiss if I didn't think a woman like that is empowered in her skin. Mm-hmm. She was way better than me as an athlete, and uh, she held those boys together like this. So, so, so for me, I've learned from her, you know, how to be honest like I've been with you. Mm. That's what it means to me, to, to be honest, uh, to, to show who I am. And, and empower others help those kids every kid thinks i'm gonna make the nba i'm like not with that no left hand and that terrible jump shot you got <laughs> let me help you so the empowering thing is that i'm able now to to, to help people freely mm-hmm. and, and it's made me a better person to have seen someone who helped raise my children have that already mm-hmm. and, and me learn from that she's a powerful woman so 
That's what it means to me. Wow, that's very powerful. Thank you very much for that. Thank you so much for sharing energy Thank with you me. for having me. Yes. You're such a great host. My I... gosh, your questions were on point. You're, you're, <laughs> don't make me cry. You're about to make me cry. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I love it. I thank you so much. I thank you for showing up in the empowered human that you are. And to everyone that's listening, I know that you thoroughly enjoyed this interview with Richard Stewart. Check him out. Thank check you. him out. And unfortunately, this is the part of the interview where I have to say... We're out. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. So there you have it. I trust you're saying to yourself, I'm fully empowered in my skin. And remember, whatever platform you're listening to this on, please subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast with someone else that you feel can benefit from the empowering content that we deliver. As Tom Billia says, when we help others think in a way that is empowering, that is the lead domino to create real change in this world. It's been fun hanging with you. It's your girl, and I'm out. <laughs>